from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah down the hall from non-stop hip-hop and all the hits now here at Flynn Broadcasting. What it do. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Street. I join alongside, as always, Fox 13's Marcus Hunter. Let's go Niners! He's wearing his 49ers jersey as we are. Yeah! Getting ready for Super Weekend. We are 24 hours away from all the official pregame starting, but... Um, a little bit longer than that till kickoff for the big game. On the other side of the glass, Johnny Radio is with us. CJ Hurt off again. I don't know how he keeps getting these off days, but CJ uh, off again this week. Johnny Radio, though, you can now find him on Twitter at Johnny underscore radio. Nice. He updated his, nice. his Twitter to make it easier. So follow. So you took control of that. See, now that's yours. See, nobody can take that from you. I'm the only Johnny Radio. Yes, you are. You are the, the the first. I'm the, the OG, the original. <laughs> the ori- you'd be the OJ. <laughs> I don't know if the, which OJ, which OJ, the original are you about? Johnny Radio. <laughs> which OJ are we talking about? All right, we have a uh, big two-hour broadcast. And of course, we come to you every Saturday from 11 to 1. If you ever miss a portion of the show, remember check out our podcast at MemphisSport.com or on iTunes. But we have a big two-hour program today because. We're bringing back a couple of our guests who have been on this program before. And it's, it is Super Bowl weekend. It has been it has been Super Bowl week. It has been Rudy Gay trade week. And we're going to continue to indulge on those topics and try to take it, uh, give, give our own take on, on a bunch of that. Because really, we have been so consumed with this Rudy Gay stuff, Marcus. Yeah. That it has completely in this city overshadowed the hype for the Super Bowl. It has been it has been the news cycle of the city. You know, news runs in cycles and and uh you know it happens with news and it also happens with sports. And then the the NFC Championship week happens. You get the Super Bowl matchup and since then all the big stories have been everything except for the actual Super Bowl game. And, and, and here in Memphis, it's no different with the Rudy Gay trade. And, um, you know, it's been the talk of the town. Yeah, Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay has consumed our lives for the past uh, few days. And that story continues to develop uh, because last night was the big debuts of all the new Grizzlies players. Rudy Gay's debut in Toronto. And we will talk about all of that. We'll take a moment, though, to try to figure out what we have missed over these two weeks uh, going on about the Super Bowl. Because just talking about Rudy Gay and will he go somewhere and yes, he's going this way, whatever we got to focus because tomorrow's the big game. That's only one thing you need to know is the 49ers are the better team and they're going to win it. Um, I don't know if that's the only thing that we need to know, but um, that, that could happen. Could You probably also need to know your Super Bowl squares too, right, Marcus? I do. Yeah. Uh, I'll get you yours in a minute. But the um, So let's figure out what's going on with the Super Bowl. So we decided let's bring in our guy. Uh, Kevin Frazier from OMG Insider, the show that airs on ABC24 here in Memphis. Kevin Frazier, of course, used to be on ESPN Entertainment Tonight, then moved to their sister show. OMG Insider, he's the co-host. He's been in New Orleans, partying on Bourbon Street. Follow him on Twitter at Kevin Frazier. That's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. He's going to join us at 1130. 
to just update us with what we have missed well, because we've been consumed with this Rudy Gay stuff and get us ready for the big game tomorrow. Um, let us know more facts besides just what our Super Bowl squares are going to be. Give it, let us know more facts on the fact that Marcus is uh, a die-hard San Francisco uh, 49ers fan. Like, uh, starting to... People listening, Marcus, you know, do not believe you. I don't because you or claim to be a Miami Heat fan yeah. just when they get good. You claim what? to be a 49ers fan a Miami Heat just fan when they, they start getting good. I was a Miami Heat fan as soon as they made the trade and acquired Alonzo Mourning. I became a Heat fan that day. But I'm, but I know a that's your fan, story. Everybody knows that's your story. Look, okay, do you see this jersey? This jersey is a number seven jersey. It's a, it's a personalized jersey that, uh, you know, I got years ago. Because if you, if you look, the actual design of the jersey is not from this season. It's from several seasons ago. As a matter of fact, the design of this se- this jersey is from the uh, you can the Terrell buy old Owens, the Terrell Owens days. You can buy old jerseys on the end. Not personalized. If you get a personalized jersey, it's going to be the personalized jersey from that year's design. This jersey right here is from the uh, the T.O. Jeff Garcia days. And again, the thing about fans though who are, who are on your fo- your your whole uh, 49ers like bandwagon, you were bandwagon fans back in the 90s, so you're just jumping back what? on. So it's you you could definitely well, yeah, have some, yeah those bandwagon. You could yeah. definitely have old 49ers stuff. That's not impressive because that just means you were on the bandwagon during the the first go around. Nobody. What do you mean bandwagon? I mean, okay, so are, are Dallas Cowboy fans bandwagoners? I, I don't know. What because yes. That ex- okay, I mean, well then. To, to, okay, like, well then. All Cowboy Yankee, fans Yankee are bandwagoners. Fans, yeah, so basically, any them. team that's been successful in the past, all of their fans are bandwagoners. No, is, if you live outside of uh, that state, that city, or have nothing to do with it, and all of a sudden you just jump on because they're cool, then that's a bandwagon. Yeah, Marcus. How many times again have you been to San Francisco, California? Uh, I've been to San Francisco, California once, and that was to... One time! To, and that was to go and see a San Francisco 49ers game live and in person. So you were a fan before you even went to a game? Of course. Dude, look, why would I go away way to San Francisco to go to a game if I'm not a fan? Look, um, the game I went to was uh, San Francisco versus the Minnesota Vikings. It was about 10, 2007, 2007 season. I would say Adrian Peterson was hurt, so he didn't play in that game. Uh, Alex Smith, he didn't play either. I mean, who cared? Because he sucks back then even more than he sucks now. But Alex Smith didn't play. We had some third-string quarterback playing in the game. The 49ers lost, and that's when they were just awful. I think they ended up with the first pick in the draft that year. They lost that game. But it was just like such a cool experience to go out there and to see uh, Candlestick uh, Candlestick Park and it, it, it was it was just a great experience and I remember when I got there and we pulled up to the stadium and I started walking up to Candlestick the first thing that I thought was oh my goodness this place is a dump like, like I was so surprised to see how old the uh, the stadium looked and how kind of crappy it kind of looked from the outside but once I got inside of that stadium and I felt the electricity and I was around all those 49er fans uh it, it was just cool. It was like a great experience. And um, I even got a chance to hop out there on top of one of the dugouts and take a quick picture before security made me leave. Uh, that picture is on my uh, Facebook page. But 
that was that was a pretty cool experience. And um, yeah, I've only been able to go out there once. I mean, I'm you know I'm a Mississippi kid and I work a whole lot, uh, so it's kind of hard to get out there to always San Francisco for a game. But the fact that I was able to do that and I'm that much of a okay, fan okay, to do okay, that, okay, you know, okay. you can't question my fandom. That's all, all right. I'm saying. You can't question it. If all a man right. buys I'm a plane not, ticket just, and flies all the way you. to San Francisco for a football game from Mississippi, you can't question the fandom. You you can be a bandwagon fan. I mean, that's the type of fan. But we're not going to get into that. I'm just saying I think that's what some people... You're just a hater. I just think that's what some people may think. I'm not saying that... I think that about you necessarily, Marcus. We have worked together for years now. I understand your loyalties to some of these teams. And you've been... Feeling the pain of the 49ers of the past couple of years, trying to, figure, trying to figure things out. So I believe that, but I'm just from an outsider, a guy who who says they love the Heat and the 49ers around this time. It's, just, it's starting to look suspicious to people. I can see that they would 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 question uh, your true your your true loyalties. But that notwithstanding, Kevin Frazier will join us to talk about the Super Bowl tomorrow. Should Memphians, because I'm always the guy saying, let's cheer for the Memphian, if there's a Memphian in the game. Should Memphians be cheering for Baltimore just because of Michael Orr? No. Unless you're a 49ers <laughs> fan, Marcus, take off your fan hat for a minute and tell uh, me, should Memphians be cheering for the, for Baltimore just because of Michael Orr? No. All right. I just think the fans should cheer for the team that they that they choose I'm to saying most most, or... most fans have no uh, rooting interest in a team in Baltimore and a team in, in San Francisco, California. So you have to look at it from a Memphian perspective. I think you have to be rooting for the Baltimore Ravens because you got to root for Michael Orr, whether you whether you think he's Sean Toohey's son or not. Uh, he is still a great football player and starred in the blind side and, and, sh- and shined a great light on the city. I would say I can't think of another local tie into this ball game. I think when the Patriots make the Super Bowl, Memphians should cheer on Stephen Guskowski. And I will, I will, you know, I will keep, I will keep, I'll keep. Uh, you got to go with the local interest. I can't think of any other local interest uh, stories uh, in this game besides that. But we'll talk. We'll catch up with Kevin Frazier from OMG Insider. That's the show on Channel Twenty Four here in Memphis, uh, and of course around the globe, syndicated. Um, throughout our great land. Also on the show, we're having another returning guest we have, haven't had on this show in a while, and he is best described not by me saying anything, but by you listening to this video. Kevin Frazier! Not that. Hold on, we have the Kevin Frazier back <laughs> up in the background. Let me finish that. Uh, Kevin Frazier! Our other guest is best described by this video. Rudy Gay, man. 
Oh, I love that, love that every time I hear We're it. talk about somebody's nightmare coming true. The guy who went nuts uh, on YouTube after Rudy Gay's buzzer beater in Toronto a few years ago is our guest on the program today. Yes, the not-this-guy guy. You know, the last time we had him on, Happy. we talked to him about if Rudy Gay playing for the Toronto Raptors. He talked about how he would love that. Well, We'll find out what his reaction was when he heard the news that Rudy Gay was going to the Raptors. Rudy Gay had a great day, but you were the Raptors last night. He goes by happy. And we're not going to do the starting five today uh, because of all of the... There's just too many big stories. I know we're leading you up to a little bit later on the Tigers. Uh, we'll be battling Tulsa Federal Express Forum, uh, another 1 o'clock tip this week. Uh, we, we will take your phone calls at noon during Hang Up and Listen and try to live up to last week's hype because last week's Hang Up and Listen got a lot of press. It did get a lot of press. It was um, pretty impressive. MemphisFlyer.com. Uh, it's gonna, will we be able to live up to the hype of last week's? I don't know, but we've got great prizes for Hang Up and Listen coming up at noon. I mean, some of the best prizes, our most popular prizes uh, this week because we're trying to get you set up for Valentine's Day. But we'll we'll take your phone calls on that and and your tweets and your texts. You can, of course, tweet us at MemphisSport. You can text us at 67129. Uh, we have a Facebook page. You can like us on Facebook. We have personal Twitter. As I said, Johnny Radio is Johnny underscore Radio. Marcus is Marcus underscore Hunter. And I'm at Cerrito. So if you're trying to get in touch with the show today during this two hours, you can. You can tweet us at Memphis Sport or text us 67129. If you've got a question for the Rudy, uh, Nell Rudy Gay fan, the Raptors fan um, who went nuts over the Rudy Gay buzzer beater, he will join us. So if you got a question you want us to ask him or Kevin Frazier live from New Orleans, uh, let us know about that. But we're, we're going to start the show today talking about last night's ball game. Okay. There was two of them. Yeah. One here in the United States of America and one in Canada. America's hat. The the physicals cleared late last, yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was ecstatic. And the Memphis Grizzlies got to start uh, play three of their <laughs> new players. They all got playing time last night from, uh, bless you, Marcus, over there. Uh, All three players got playing time uh, last night. All the new players, uh, Tayshaun Prince, Ed Davis, Austin Day. These guys uh, all saw the court last night. Tayshaun Prince being really the most impressive. Played, uh, of course, the 31 minutes, made his first three buckets, ended with 14 points, um, three assists. It's Austin Day related to Ty Day because they look similar to me. He also kind of looks like... uh, Tayshaun Prince a little bit, too. Yeah, a little interesting dynamic there. But, um, so an impressive night for the for, for Tayshaun Prince. He came in yeah. and played like what, when this trade went down earlier in the week, and you have to kind of try to explain the Tayshaun Prince idea, that it, do you think the ownership and management are thinking, maybe this guy can be like Shane Battier? Because this team, without Rudy Gay two years ago, has the best playoff success in the history of the franchise with a with a uh, small forward who's defensive-minded, veteran, and a good leader. And so maybe you say we bring in Tayshaun Prince, who has those qualities, who is a better three-point shooter than he's ever been in his career, and you bring him in and in, into the team. And last night he played like exactly you would want him to, that Shane Battier type of a role from your small forward. Exactly. Can and he keep doing it? I don't know. Grizzlies fans going to hope so. Yeah, you can hope so. And, and, and the thing about Tayshaun Prince is 
watching that game last night because you know he played in Detroit and here in Memphis. You don't really see the Pistons that much, but twice a year, so you don't really get a chance to see his game up close and personal. But the one thing I've noticed because I wanted to pay attention to kind of how he plays the game. The reason he was able to play 31 minutes and the rest of the guys couldn't because Tayshaun the Prince is an extremely smart basketball player. I mean, he's been in the league for 10 years, and he knows how to play the game. It looked he like knows, he was on the team exactly. for, for years. He knows how to find his, his, his spot on the basketball court, and I think that's what separates Tayshaun Prince and Rudy Gay. I mean, obviously, Rudy Gay is way more athletic, and you know he has more natural ability than Tayshaun Prince, but Prince is so smart about the game. He he knows how to find open spots and he knows how to find open open players. I mean, there was a a, a point in the game late in the fourth quarter where he was uh you know backing down his defender and um, Darrell Arthur's guy closed on Prince and he kicked it out to Arthur for the shot. Well, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking Rudy Gay would have taken that shot. See, it's it's things like that that may allow this trade to actually work because of the fact that Tayshaun Prince does not need to dominate the ball. He doesn't have to have a certain amount of shots. He doesn't necessarily feel the need to get up a certain amount of shots. He just plays within the flow of the offense, and that is sort of what Shane Battier was able to do, but I think that Tayshaun Prince is a better offensive player than Shane Battier was as well. So it could work out for the Memphis Grizzlies uh, if, if Prince can uh, he knows rejuvenate he knows his career. Um, here he knows what to do, he knows how to play, and it could really work out for Memphis. Uh, but you know, it's still you have to take that wait and wait and see approach to this trade because it's still pretty early. And I mean, let's face it, they were playing the Washington Wizards last night, one of the worst teams. In exactly, a team position. that can't really score the basketball. And they did; they were not dominating the Wiz by any means. But the Wizards are a good defensive team. I mean, they've been pretty consistent, a pretty consistent That's good true. defensive team all season. They just can't score. Now, but what's going to happen? Can't score either, exactly. So. so, what's going to happen when the Grizzlies take on the team that has the ability to score? Is Memphis's offense going to be able to score with them? Because that's one of the reasons you made this trade, because and, you need better offense. And Rudy Gay was a ball stopper. And last night, in the past couple of games, Zebo has been struggling. Yes, he And has. the idea when you lose Rudy, the Zebo's going to become the man again. And that is still a strong possibility that it can happen. Uh, Zebo's still having some back pains, uh, still uh, and just struggling in the offense right now. Everybody goes through these 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 couple game slumps. So hopefully Zebo can bounce back out of that. But I mean, we're looking at last night's trade. The other two guys coming in. I mean, they were they were fine. Whatever. Prince was definitely the star of of the three uh, last night. I mean, even Mike Conley in his post game uh, interview on the radio couldn't even remember uh, Austin Day's name. He's saying it was it was Tayshawn Prince. He was like Ed Davis Prince, and uh, he said I can't remember the other guy's name uh, when he was on the radio. Uh, maybe some disconcerting news. Are you concerned about this? Lionel Hollins kind of revealed last night he doesn't plan on playing Tony Roden as much as Tony Roden was getting played. And he was seeming to be that offensive spark that they needed. I, you know, I, I, I disagree with Lionel Hollins on that decision because here you have a rookie that started to get some playing time, was coming into his own, was getting a pretty good feel of the offense. And, and and you take the kid back out and you don't play him. I can understand his minutes going down a little bit because now you have more, you know, guys who can fill in some minutes. But to drop them considerably, I don't know, because I, because I like Tony Rowan. I think he did a lot of good things for your team, um, and he helped you win some of those games. And I think that you owe it to him to allow him to continue to prove what he can do within the offense and what he can do to help the team because in my opinion in those games that he played he didn't hurt the team when he was in the game he helped the team just like Chris Johnson helped the team when they were in the game so you know 
I don't like the decision by Coach Hollins, but I mean, I mean, we we've known for some time he's not the really the biggest fan of playing rookies anyway. So I'm not really surprised about it. I just don't really agree with it. Well, because it's been a confusion. People are like, oh, now he's forced to play Tony Roten, and now after this trade, he's forced not to play Tony Roten. He doesn't look like he's gonna play him. But Tony Roten looked like he had uh, potential to contribute to this team, kind of like, like Gravis Vasquez did uh, early on in his career before Lionel shipped him out. I'm I'm really this just the way that Lionel has acted all this week, uh, even talking about the trade, calling it, comparing it to. Um, uh, being a champagne taste on a beer budget. Did you hear that quote from Lionel Holland? I did. Uh, it's just, I mean, does he not know that he is the coach who's on the, who was the beer budget coach too? I mean, that, that sometimes you can you can get players who are cheap. I mean, I don't understand. They'd sign Lionel Hollins because he was cheap. If they were on a champagne taste champagne budget, Lionel Hollins would not be the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. But I mean, he, part of the reason he's here is because they got him cheap. But I mean, he's calling it like it is, though, and and, and it is what I, it is. I don't know if it is what it is. They had to get under the salary. I mean, that how is, do you grade? How do you, we asked this question you, on our Facebook page, Search Memphis Sport on Facebook? But how would you grade this trade for the Memphis Grizzlies? Because we both supported trading Rudy Gay, because we both thought the team could get better if you traded Rudy Gay. But at the end of the day. It didn't seem like it was not the trade I wanted, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't the trade that you wanted either. I mean, if you, but but it's the trade you got. I mean, how would you grade it on on a given a school grade? What would you give it? I would give this trade a B, a B minus, a B minus. The lowest grade we asked this on our Facebook page. The lowest grade that it was given on there was a C. So nobody thought it was a a, a failing grade. I uh, got get oodles of A's and things of that nature, but you know this is you say B minus. This, this I, is what I, I I give it. I like B minus is probably a good grade, Marcus. Yeah, you know it's but, I mean, it's a, it's just because it's one of those wait and see. You know when you get a B you minus, you cannot give this an A. No, you no chance you give it an A. No chance you give it a B plus. And I really think B minus is as high as you can go. I'm only considering lowering it a little bit. You know, I've been, um, you know, and, and, and since the trade happened, I mean, you listen to other radio shows and you, um, you know, read articles and columns, and it it has surprised me the amount of media members in the city of Memphis who are just making this out to be like this trade is the best thing that ever could have happened to the Memphis Grizzlies and to the city of Memphis. And I really don't understand that because you don't really know how things are going to play out. I mean, here's my thing. I understand the numbers and the math and the science behind all of the moves that were made and why they were made. It. Right. But one thing that you cannot measure is the heart of a man. And you cannot measure what is inside of a person when they steps out there on that field or they step out there on that court to participate in a sport. And I, and, and I, and I feel that a lot of times when people are, when, when people who talk about sport, and who have the ability to make these kind of moves when you have those people who have never really played who have never really been in the trenches and who don't really necessarily know what it's like to play at a very high level of sport they don't they don't take that part of it into consideration because for them it's all about numbers because I mean, I mean, let's face it. Ernie Freeman says it a lot of times he calls some people in 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 Memphis and sports sports geeks and sports geeks. 
Sports dorks. Sports dorks. Sports dorks, sports geeks. Those guys, you know, they are all about the numbers and what the numbers well, can do, but the numbers don't always well, tell he, the full story. Right. I mean, the numbers, if you look at, like, the trade thing, the Grizzlies or Because plus, the numbers plus said plus don't bring in... The numbers said don't bring in Zach Randolph. That's what the numbers said. The numbers said you bring in Zach Randolph, he's going to kill your team. But that well, didn't happen. Plenty of things said they don't bring in Zach Randolph. Exactly. Around. But here's what... Because we agreed on this show that the Grizzlies could trade Rudy Gay, get better, and have a better postseason. This We don't know now. This trade didn't solidify our our thought that that's going to happen because what we wanted out of this trade right we wanted a shooter yeah. they did not get that we wanted a first round pick they did not get that and they wanted to clear space for Tony Allen and they did they did that so they get one of the three things clear some space so you can re-sign Tony Allen in the summer or have some flexibility to do what you want in the summertime because right now they were over the, they were just pushing too much if they kept it they wouldn't be able to sign Tony Allen because he's going to have to get a raise in the summer so this trade did clear space for Tony Allen, but it didn't give you a first-round pick, and it didn't get you a shooter. So if you're singing the praises of this trade, I mean, I, I do that. Th- it's completely uh, somebody must be paying you under the table to say something. I would, um, yeah. Or you I mean. must you must be a secret best friend with Jason Levian or John Hollinger or mm-hmm. something because you can something's going on because this trade. Is okay, and we're not going to rip it because we're going to see how it plays out. Yes. It's good. You got Tayshawn Prince. That could be a great asset in the starting lineup on a, on a championship team. But you didn't get a shooter. You didn't get a first-round pick. And those were the number two, one and number two things you wanted. And you could have gotten possibly those two things and clear space for Tony Allen and uh, for Rudy Gay. So you could have. So this trade was not the best thing they could have. No, and here's the other thing that but I'm trying to... we love Tayshawn Prince already. Exactly. But here's <laughs> the other thing that I'm trying to figure out, and especially coming from the fans, it's almost like... Fans were brainwashed to think that, oh, the best thing for the franchise right now is to clear up all this cap space. Like, after you made the Maurice Spates trade and you traded away Spates and Ellington and Selby, that was supposed to allow you to keep this team together. But for some reason, fans continue to think that, oh, we have to break it up now, have to break it up now. And then when it happened, they were all like, oh, well, we don't really know whether or not this is the right thing that we should have done. And now all of a sudden... You know, yeah, this is the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, it's, it's it's really interesting to see how media can play a role, and not just the media, but how media and also. Well, it's not the worst thing ever, and it's not the best exactly. Thing. But it's funny how how it can play a role into changing a fan's thought process about what they really want. Because I, because fans for some reason don't think for themselves a lot of times. They like to listen to what other people tell them is the best thing to do, yeah. and then they say, okay, well we're gonna jump on board with this. But if you like you said, if you look at this trade for really what it is, it's just okay. And it's but it's got you know and it's it has got potential. You can convince do. yourself how good it is because you can compare Tayshawn Prince to Shane Battier, and you know how good the team was when they had that type of player in the starting lineup with the same four other guys. But to say that this trade but, is awesome and the Grizzlies are going to be so much better this year because of it, <laughs> and that they're going to not is, only just continue to keep the four seed but maybe move up to say all of that stuff and to make it seem like it's like the, what you needed to do to win a championship that is that is I well, cannot believe some of the stuff I think I've we're been being nice we're giving it a B minus maybe it should be a C plus but uh, the grade could go down right now we're going to give you a B minus yeah We'll see how you do on your midterms. Uh, we'll see how you're doing. Because February is an easy month on the schedule for the Grizz uh, that we just entered. They've got It's an easier schedule, especially compared to what they have in March. So they have a chance to, to, to keep in it, to keep the four seed, still go to the playoffs. And they I, there's a chance they could do just as well with Tayshaun Prince in the starting lineup that they could do with Rudy Gay. Of course, we will, we will never, never, of course, know that now. But uh, speaking of Rudy Gay, the other big game last night the, it was uh, Rudy Gay's debut in Toronto, and he put on a show for Raptors fans. Rudy's first time to come off the bench since 2008. 
comes off the bench, plays 32 minutes, is the game-high scorer with 20 points as he helps lead the Toronto Raptors to a victory over the Chris Paulus Los Angeles Clippers. They won at 98-73 to in Rudy's debut. They love Rudy up there as well. So it was a very positive night for both sides of the trade, whether you're a Raptors fan or a Grizzlies fan, no matter which original Canadian team you like. I mean, you had a good night last night with your new players. And true. And, you know, let's face it, uh, Rudy Gay, man, is back with his homeboy, Cal Lowry. And you know how those two used to, you know, like to play buddy ball down here in Memphis. Right. And so, you know, they're probably so going to enjoy be happy playing with about each other. That. Usually most players are miserable and hate the idea of getting traded to Canada. I know what he's going to hate, though. He's going to hate coming going from Tennessee, a state in the United States that doesn't have a state tax, to go into right. uh, Toronto. The where they're going to tax right. the crap out of that salary he has. So yeah. that money that he's making is going to look a lo- his, his paycheck is going to look a lot smaller than it did coming but from the city he, of Memphis. But at least he gets to, to do it with Kyle Lowry. Exactly. And if you check out MemphisSport.com, we got a cool post up there. The best pictures from last night, both in Memphis and in Toronto, and there is a, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Marcus, but it's pretty cool. Check it out. It's a Bad Boys 3 poster with Rudy Gay and Kyle Lowry on it. Uh, oh, I love it. Hey, 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 that's funny because, you know, we had uh, Will Smith playing Rudy Gay in the Memphis Grizzlies movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there, it, there it, you go. It works out perfect. All right, we'll talk more about this and take your phone calls on it at, at High Noon. You can feel free to text the show and tweet the show. we got a lot of Super Bowl texts and tweets. We'll get to those uh, when we come back. From a commercial, we'll also talk to Kevin Frazier from OMG Insider. But first, let me tell you, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You really don't need me to tell you this. If you walk in to any store in the city, uh, Target or Walgreens or whatever, Valentine's Day, Day stuff is all in your face. But if you're looking for a Valentine's Day gift for your loved one, there's only one place you need to go, and that's Gould's Day Spa and Salon. It's a Memphis tradition for almost 80 years. Over 12 locations now in Memphis. There's the new one at Poplar Plaza in the old bookstore. There's a new one in uh, Germantown on Exeter. Uh, this It's where I go to get my hair cut. And I recommend that you go in there as well. So what you can go in there, buy a gift card, get your hair cut by a trained uh, hair stylist, a great professional and then pick up that gift card to take to your loved one. Locations are all over the city, from downtown in the Peabody to Olive Branch in Carterville. Um, Goulds offer spawn salon services seven days a week. So if you're looking for that Valentine's Day gift, it's coming up fast. You can order online at GouldSalons.com, and they will send it to you. Or you can stop by one of the locations and just pick it up yourself. But it is the perfect gift. I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. I always give Goulds gift cards Um for every holiday, Christmas, Valentine's Day, uh, Mother's Day, I'm always buying these Goulds gift cards. They're perfect for any occasion. Valentine's Day, Marcus. Today, of course, if you if you do, I'm, I don't know if today's a gift-giving holiday or not. Some people might, but it is Groundhog's Day today. And he did not see his shadow or whatever. Spring's coming. Spring is coming soon. Okay. But um, So celebrate spring with a Goulds gift card. Spring comes and goes like once a week here. It's true. We just had spring the other day. Yeah. We didn't need the, the groundhog to say anything. But sure, if you're giving a Groundhog's Day gift to anyone, but especially Valentine's Day, uh, check out GouldSalons.com. Go pick up the Goulds gift card. It's perfect for any occasion. And later on today, and hang up and listen at noon, we'll give you a chance to win $25 to Goulds Day Spa and Salon. It's one of the many prizes you can choose from during the buzzworthy hang up and listen. We're going to take a quick timeout and be back. You'll listen to MSL on Sports 86 and 87.7 FM. It's the- 
Sports 56 Middays with Greg Guest and Eli Savoy. Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming, up and running down, Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio, WHBQ. We bought the latest. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. We're here every Saturday from 11 to 1 here on Sports 56, 87.7 FM. Check out podcast at memphissport.com. We're about to be joined by Kevin Frazier from OMG Insider. Airs on ABC 24 here locally. Um, follow him at Kevin Frazier on Twitter. He's live from the Super Bowl in New Orleans, Louisiana. But what um, we were talking about, who is the local interest? for this year's Super Bowl, besides Michael Orr. And we were then get inundated with texts and tweets from many people. We have some of the best audience and uh, listeners in the, in the city, very interactive uh, folks. And we've got, uh, coming in across on Twitter from Rocky Top 67, says Morgan Cox was a long snapper for the Vols he, and went to ECS in Memphis and is currently snaps for the Ravens. So... Uh, that is another local interest, and is also on your team, Marcus Hunter, San Francisco linebacker Patrick Willis, of course, went to Ole Miss. Yeah, he did. We know that uh, dominant uh, player there for for your Niners. They wouldn't be in the Super Bowl without him. So I guess you got to got a mixed bag. I think the Ravens definitely have the advantage because they got more Memphians involved uh, in that. Uh, but we're going to go now live to New Orleans, as we're being joined by. Uh, co-host of OMG Insider. He used to be on ESPN and, and Entertainment Tonight. He is Kevin Frazier. What's going on, Kevin Frazier? Guys, what's going on today? How are y'all? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. I mean, you know what? Listen, it, by Saturday, you're a little beat up, you know? The parties, a week, you know, the week of, like, nonstop events, it starts to take its toll. How long, so how long have you been in New Orleans? I got in, I got into New Orleans Monday afternoon, and that's the hard part about because it, it's like a, it is a non- Stop. Event after event after event. And remember, this is a CBS Super Bowl. So we've kind of taken over Jackson Square and turned it into CBS Super Bowl Park. So, I mean, it really has been, like, uh, honestly, I, I feel like it, it's been a marathon, but I was sprinting way too fast. When you're at a Super Bowl like this, and you and, it, and it's in New Orleans, which is a great city, but it's a city where everything is almost located in the same spot, how how is it to navigate around so much activity that's going on down there, and then you see so many famous faces while you're there? Yeah, well, you know what's interesting is because once you start getting into the parties and once you start getting into a lot of the events, then the famous faces are everywhere and we're so we're so used to you know seeing those famous faces but it's cool when you you know you're walking down the street or every party you go into you see different people so that part has been amazing and and literally when i say famous faces it is you name them you see them all right name some name some famous faces let's go <laughs> uh what neil patrick harris jerry rice uh Emmett Smith, uh, the lady from the talk. Um, we'll see Justin Timberlake in a few minutes tonight. We'll see Jay-Z. We'll oh. see uh, Beyonce at the press conference. Um, David Arquette last night at Playboy. Um, whoa, 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 I, I whoa, whoa. What? What was this? What was the Playboy party? What was going on? 
play well look last night our stops were we went to Matt we went to uh we started at the Rolling Stone party saw Paul McCartney then we went to uh the Playboy party and David Arquette was there went out to the ESPN party to see CeeLo Green perform lots of folks but you know sports folks in there Wow, must be uh, must be a pretty cool life you're living there. Hey, uh, because you know that, it's that all work, all work, <laughs> all, all work, but a hey, work is good. Hey, you were talking about Beyonce uh, a little bit. Were you there at the press conference when she just decided to sing the national anthem? And if you were, what was that moment like to be there? You know, it's interesting because we were all speculating and we we're waiting because we knew we would get in some of the early questions. So it was like, how are we going to hammer her? We're going to have to get this straight. We're going to we're we're all over her. And we were all set to ask her questions. And then all of a sudden, she comes out and she's like, where you stand? And you see the flag change. And you're like, wait a minute. Is she about to sing the national anthem? And what's she saying? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about jaded journalists. And we were all <laughs> mouths on the floor like, it was just one of those magical moments. <laughs> is, that one of, is, is that one of those rare moments where a celebrity can pretty much punk the media that covers them? She, I mean, and, and here's what I love. A PR person said to me, there are no mistakes. Nothing happens. Just There's no such thing as happenstance. They really make sure they plan stuff. She has controlled the publicity and PR ever since she stepped up to the microphone at the inauguration. And now she controlled it in the media day, and people cannot wait for her performance. Remember, Madonna's performance last year at the Super Bowl was the most watched event in TV history. Television viewers spiked when she came on the stage. Not during the game, but when she came on the stage. So just imagine what that's going to mean when Beyonce hits that stage and how crazy it will be. Kevin Fraser's joining us uh, now from OMG Insider. Uh, so were there rumors? Who's going to be on stage with Beyonce on Sunday at the halftime? Well, we know for sure, without a doubt, Destiny's Child will be there. We know that. The question is, will Jay-Z join her and who else will join? Maybe her sister Solange? We don't know, but I, I definitely know for a fact that we will see Destiny's Child on the stage with her. All right, that that sounds cool. Uh, Kevin Fraser, follow him at Twitter, at Kevin Fraser. Okay, we've been this week just overwhelmed in Memphis with Rudy Gay trade talk, whether it was gonna right before it happened, when it happened, now after it's happened. So we haven't been able to focus on the big game as much as we usually would be able to. So can you just update uh, Memphians and people in the Mid-South on, on some of the big stories that have happened this week? Hey, you know, the big story has always been the Harbaugh family and then Ray Lewis and deer antler spray. Did he use or take some kind of deer antler spray to help himself heal? The whole thing is just silly distractions as we count down to the game because people have to have something to talk about. And really, it's been all about Beyonce. As crazy as that sounds, <laughs> Beyonce has been the thing that everyone has talked about. Now, I'm, you know, um, here in Memphis, uh, one of the other things, you know, we follow Michael Orr, who... You know, a blind side fame, uh, and, and he's with the Baltimore Ravens. How has he been received? I mean, you know, ha has there been a lot of attention around well, him and his story as well? Sure. You know, Michael is very low-key, and on media day, he actually stood behind a gate, didn't walk out with the media and mix and mingle like his other teammates, because Michael, you know, he's a shy guy. He doesn't like all the spotlight. 
I did, however, though, have a chance to hang with Leanne Tui yesterday, and she's just, I mean, she's over the moon. She can't wait. She's so excited. And, um, you know, she said Michael Shy. he just wants to get his game over with. Then he'll talk about anything. But right now, he wants to focus on the game. This is the biggest game of his life. And so he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't want to mess around. She did say watching the game in Denver was the most torturous thing. Uh, her husband said, hey, they started to pack up their stuff to leave the stadium. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden, the Ravens come back to send it to overtime. It was what they said it was an emotional roller coaster like they've never been on before. Is there a blind side to this uh, as in the works for this? Because this story of Michael Orr just continues yeah. to evolve. Done. Over. Done. No <laughs> blind side to. Done. But I, I will tell you this the youngest son, RJ, is now up at Loyola, Maryland playing basketball. So Michael's taking care of him. So if there's a blind side to, it could be moving in with Michael. Blindside 2, moving in with Michael. Oh, that is a good idea. Reverse when they move in with him. <laughs> or turn it into a reality TV show. Why not? Now, that would be yeah, a good reality indeed. TV show as well. I'm sure VH1 has space for that. Uh, we're, being, we're, we're being joined by Kevin Frazier at Kevin Frazier on Twitter. He's on OMG Insider. So explain to the people who don't know. So this was The Insider. Now it's OMG Insider. What's the name of the show now? Well, it's OMG Insider because we merge with Yahoo. And so now everything kind of changed because we have a partner, one of the biggest web portals in the world. And so it's 24 hours a day that you are on the web and you can, you know, access us at OMG Insider. All right, very cool. Show airs on ABC 24 and CW 30 here in Memphis. In the overnight, you're on real late and early in the morning yeah. here in Memphis. I think it's like three 3.30 or something. But, uh, we yeah, have, we got we, we got to get an upgrade, man. We got to get an upgrade. Just like the Grizzlies are trying to upgrade, we got to upgrade. We we got to figure that out. Of course, you used to work for ESPN, and yep. you are uh, no secret that you are a Lakers fan. Uh, what? Yes. That's your. And that's why we can't. That's why we can't talk about Rudy Gay because we're so busy talking about trying to fix that mess that is the Lakers. But here's the thing I want to point out, and I, I, I think is incredible. Kobe Bryant has radically changed his basketball game. The guy who has played his entire career as, you know, a shoot-first guy has now radically changed, and he's pass-first, assist-first, and that's the reason they're winning. It's not that Mike D'Antoni figured something out. Dwight Howard's not doing anything different. It's that Kobe Bryant has drastically changed his game, and that's miraculous. Do you, do you see any way that Kobe Bryant, after he retires from the game of basketball, turns into a coach? Because he seems like he'd be a very good coach. No. No, we'll not coach. We'll be more of a businessman than a coach. And I, I think he'll end his um, career overseas. He'll finish his career kind of like David Beckham is moving around. I think that's how Kobe will do it. He'll go overseas and be an ambassador. Tell that I'm running to the DirecTV beach ball and get ready to play. But, hey, it's been a blast. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin no, Frazier. Thank you. Kevin Frazier live from New Orleans. Watch him on OMG Insider. Follow him on Twitter at Kevin Frazier. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. A good update there from the French Quarter, New Orleans. When have you had a beignet yet? What? I wonder if he's had a beignet yet. I'm, I'm sure he has. Come on. He's been there for a week. I'm sure he has. Of, of but, you know, I saw a live shot of um, Café du Monde, and the line... That would have got to be insane. The line to get a beignet, it's like probably hours waste. I mean... It's not the only place you can get a beignet. It's but it's Cafe Dumont. It's the most famous place. It's the best place. Listen, uh, when I, we were down there um, once uh, for the New Orleans Bowl, and we did a I was story. down there for the New Orleans Bowl, too. And we, and we did a story. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was. Yeah, it was New Orleans the, Bowl. It was in the second New Orleans Bowl. 
Yeah, it was the second one. And we did a story down there, uh, and we went inside the Cafe du Monde, and they showed how to make the beignets, and they gave us a bag of, like, I swear, like two dozen two dozen beignets in one bag and I tried to eat all of them but after about three or four I realized that there's no way you can eat that many beignets and so I started giving them out to other members of the media who were down there covering the game also but I didn't want to because those things are delicious beignets? how many beignets did you eat? I think I ate uh, three on the spot and I ate three more like a few hours later after the others others had digested and I still have my Cafe Du Monde hat that they gave me they gave me a little nice little Cafe Du Monde uh, hat. No, it's great. There was, I mean, Cafe Du Monde is, is an amazing New Orleans uh, institution, and and that's why I was upset. You know, I was kind of depressed a couple uh, months ago when they announced they're moving Gus's Fried Chicken to Nashville, and I was kind of always felt like Cafe Du Monde does not need to branch out outside of New Orleans. Gus's didn't need to branch outside of Memphis, and now they announced this week that they're moving Gus's to Little Rock as well. So there'll be a Gus's in Little Rock and Nashville. Hey man, you gotta make that money. Yes, I can't. You can't can't complain that people are making their money, but it's a Memphis, and it just seems like it's it's a Memphis just, thing. You can't be branching that out. You just wanted to just be. You don't want a cafe. Yours. What if Cafe Dumont was just everywhere? What if there's a Cafe Dumont in Little Rock? I mean, come on. You know, um, it I'm not be the same. I'm telling you what I, I'm telling you. I wasn't mad about In and Out Burger being in Dallas when I went there. That's a little bit different because it's already in, a, in oodles of cities, but only but, on the West Coast, right? But, but now there is it's still all, and it's a fast food restaurant. Yeah, it's a fast food restaurant. A little bit different. Could you imagine the In-N-Out Burger here? Whew, it would do business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, uh, and it'd probably help business at Church Health Center Wellness, where we are we are members. Uh, if you're looking to make a healthier change this year, of course, there's still time to get your New Year's resolution going. Uh, start the year off right at Church Health Center Wellness. Um, Marcus and myself, along with CJ, we've been members for over six months, and and that place has it all, whether you're looking into to, to weights or cardio or basketball or strength training. They have everything you need to kick off uh, your new uh, year with a bang. There are no contracts, and membership is only as low as $15 a month. So you can pay as low as $15 a month. There's the awesome Church Health Center, which is on Peabody in Midtown, and then there's Church Health Center Wellness, which is on Union Avenue. The Church Health Center uh, helps people who out uh, medically who do not have insurance. Church Health Center Wellness just helps anybody, open to everyone in the city, and helps you become healthier so you don't have to get medical attention as often as possible. It's located in the heart of Midtown at 1115 Union Avenue. Church Health Center Wellness is your key to a healthier you. You can uh, visit their website, churchhealthcenter.org. Uh, that's churchhealthcenter.org, and you can just stop in at any time, ask for a tour. Uh, you will not be disappointed. It's a state-of-the-art facility, and you might see Marcus in there hooping it up. Been working on my fitness, getting in great shape. What? So what a, dunk on somebody? Are you been dunking? I'm. I'm <laughs> no. I'm going to. Like that's like my plan. Like before, before I turn thirty, I want to be able to dunk at least one more time. <laughs> can we be there live for that? <laughs> sure, why not? Let us know when this is going to happen. I'll let you know when it's going to happen. One more time. We've only got you only got like six months left. Yeah, I know. I'm getting old, man. I feel you know whatever. <laughs> a healthier you starts <laughs> at Church Health Center. No, I'm 25. I got five years left. I'm 25. A healthier you starts at Church Health Center Wellness. ChurchHealthCenter.org. We're gonna take a 60 second timeout. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Fish and Stats, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. 
back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. The special Power Punch Plus Smoothie Edition. We've got Power Punch Plus Smoothies delivered to us from our friends over at Smoothie King today. Delicious smoothies, right, Marcus? Oh, they're delicious. I don't know how, how why I haven't tried this one yet. I went with the old standby Caribbean way the other day at Smoothie King, but I also get uh, you know my favorites, uh, Island Impact and Pineapple Surf. But Caribbean Way, probably their most popular smoothie, the one with the strawberries and bananas. Delicious, delicious smoothie. There's a new Smoothie King coming your way to Germantown on February the 8th. It's the grand opening. It is official. The Smoothie King in Germantown. Uh, February the 8th, Poplar and Exeter Shopping Center over there where the Kroger is. The new Goulds is over there. Baskin Robbins and, and the Chili's. The, uh, everybody in Germantown knows where that is. But now... Finally, a Smoothie King location in the city of Germantown, uh, opening on the 8th of this month. So we're talking Friday. We are less than one week away from the grand opening of Smoothie King in Germantown. Of course, there's already three Smoothie King locations in the Mid-South. There's the one in Cordova on Germantown Parkway, the one in Carterville on Houston Levy, and the one in Midtown on Union Avenue. Uh, that's we like we said we we have smoothies in studio uh, with us today, and uh, we always go by and stop by Smoothie King because it's not just it's not just a dessert place. It is a, a nutritional lifestyle center. It is a delicious and healthy snack or meal. Uh, Smoothie King uh, smoothies or a blend of real fruit, all natural juices, and a functional mix of vitamins and nutrients to fit every need. So mark your calendar for the grand opening of the Germantown store on February the 8th. That's at Poplar in Exeter. And be good to yourself. Visit Smoothie King today. Check out SmoothieKing.com for more information. That's SmoothieKing.com. And uh, to celebrate this grand opening of Smoothie King... Uh, in Germantown. We'll take the third caller who wants it. We have a Smoothie King prize package up here. Uh, We will give it to the third caller in honor of what, Marcus? Us being the third best radio show in the city. So the third caller who wants it... Sorry, I was swallowing my smoothie (laughs) at the time. The third caller who wants it, we're celebrating the grand opening of Smoothie King in Germantown opening uh, on Friday. The third caller who wants it, we have a Smoothie King prize pack, which includes a free smoothie and awesome... uh, jug for your smoothie. I can't even see what else is in there, but there's oodles of stuff. Healthy snacks, all in your Smoothie King prize pack. Chapstick. What else is in there? Uh, Some advanced strength. N-O-Explode. If you're bad to your body on Friday, Smoothie King's perfect to get you back going. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Third third caller who wants the Smoothie King prize pack, you can have that as we celebrate the grand opening of the new Smoothie King. I have one of these um, these cups at home. These cups are awesome, so I do know that. We'll see. Um, They are delicious. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the the cups are perfect. Like, you just to put water in or smoothies or whatever. Yeah, you can put water in them. You can put smoothies in them. And they also have a little thing on the inside. So if you wanted to shake a little something up in there, you can do that as well. <laughs> All right. Coming up in just a moment, we will be playing Hang Up and Listen. The phone number is 360-8255, 360-8255. 
is the phone number. I think we do have our Smoothie King winner, but we are about to play Hang Up and Listen. And, boy, we got some good PR this week uh, on this. Everybody was talking about Hang Up and Listen yeah. over this past week. Greg Akers, uh, post, uh, who comes on our show the last Saturday of every month, posted his story online uh, this week, casting the entire Grizzlies uh, movie. And he added in a couple of other good cast members that we did not uh, get to cast. And now it's all confusion now because obviously Will Smith was the main star playing Rudy Gay, and you gotta you gotta bump him out. I mean no, I mean you never know. I mean you, I mean you don't know how the seasons get in. I mean maybe Will Smith leads the uh, Toronto. Uh, I guess my name will be the Toronto. Oh, can't use Raptors. The, the Toronto T Rex um, into the NBA playoffs and to the Eastern Conference Finals. And they lose, and the Memphis Grizzlies have success on their end as well. And it could just be a story of a man and his team, and his team didn't want him anymore, and they both end up having success at the end. I don't know. I'm just making it up some way that they can all stay a part of the movie. Uh, you know, we don't want to break up the cast. Where the cast is getting broken up. I mean, because how do you? I mean, I mean, who plays Tayshawn Prince now? That's a little difficult. I have no idea who's going to play Tayshawn Prince. But we know, but he added up a couple of other cast members. He, Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory, the guy who plays Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. of course, to play, um, to play Robert, Robert Perra. I think and then you have Jeffrey Ross. Should have been Jay Z playing that role. I mean, not Jay Z, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Timberlake. Yeah, Jay Z playing, like playing Robert Perra. Yeah, because it's ironic. And yes. somebody else play Justin Timberlake. I don't know who you'd cast for Justin Timberlake. Though. Why can't he play himself? I mean, and, would he even be a part of the movie? Oh, he would be. He'd have to be. Because it's a star-studded film, and he wants to be a good actor. All right, pop. Check out that article. Uh, we've got it linked off of our Twitter page, at Memphis Sport, or check out the Single Kinds blog Dirty at pop. the Memphis Flyer website to see who was the final cast of the Memphis Grizzlies movie that we talked about last week, getting uh, oodles of hits and a lot of buzz. How about this jersey I got on today? That's nice. Uh, but San Francisco, it's your chance to be the theme of Greg Akers' next article. Uh, we're playing Hang Up and Listen next. The first caller gets $10 to ease 24-hour cafe. That's just for being the first caller. Uh, $10 to ease 24-hour cafe. 360-8255 is the phone number. We'll be right back. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Your home for the Ole Miss Rebels. Sports 56 WHBQ Memphis and 87.7 FM WPGFLP Memphis. A Flynn Broadcasting Station.